0: This podcast is brought to you by Writer on the Web, where every story counts. Hello, welcome to Run Desi Run. My name is Desiree Carey, and I will be your host for this series of podcasts which talk about my adventures as I trained from a non-runner at the age of 52 to running marathons. Welcome back to episode 9 of Run Desi Run. It's so wonderful to be with you again. In the last episode, I was telling you about my achievement. I had not only been able to reach a half marathon distance, but I was also able to go beyond that by just over 1.9 k's. I say 1.9 k's because a half marathon is 21.095, and I had run 23 kilometers. I also unleashed all of my awe and excitement about the secret. I can tell you, that I'm still overflowing with the secret buzz. I feel like I'm oozing honey from a honeycomb. I use this analogy strangely because I'm, well, I'm allergic to honey. Yes, to honey. And you know what? Once, when I turned down honey from someone who was offering me tea, she said, did you know there were over a hundred types of honey? Of course, I said, no, I didn't actually. What I thought was, No, I absolutely didn't effing know. And even if I had known, are you suggesting that I try every single one of them, get hospitalised every freaking time until I find the one that is suitable for me? The one that doesn't effing kill me? I mean, WTF, yeah? I mean, sometimes I think the things people say to be interesting is pretty bloody amazing the funny thing is that the notebook in which I'm scripting these podcasts says things I think but do not say funny that anyway so far in my excitement of uh, post the secret I've done the following I've created my vision board I drew stuck colored what my requests were and imagine having them. These items, these desires need to be on my vision board and there was so much to do. I was so excited, happy and at times almost became obsessed with only doing that. Obsessed in a very positive way I have to add here. When I had read the chapters I was on a high which became guttural. I wanted to get on with it. That's where I am. That's the state of mind in which I find myself at the time of recording these last two podcasts. Meanwhile, in line with running, there are a few things that I'd like to add to what and how to do it. What to do, what not to do. From about a month before my half marathon, I stopped wearing heels. I decided I would wear only flats. To go to work, for walking to places, taking buses, trams and trains, no heels. I wanted to be sure not to twist my ankle or do any injuries. You know how it can get like closer to an event. The spot that miraculously appears in front and in the centre of your face just before an important photograph. The red eyes you get just before an interview. You get my drift. Something I did even more regularly than before was drink. I mean, water to stay hydrated. Drink, drink, drink. I'm very good at staying hydrated now. In winter here, don't forget in August, it's winter down under. I'm mainly on herbal teas. I drink green tea, white tea, uh, detox tea, any kind of tea, because drinking water, especially cold water, is just offensive to me I find not offensive because it's water but it just I find it's a shock to my system I really can't do it and that's mainly because of that sickle cell anemia uh, sickle cell trait that I told you about in an earlier episode I make a concerted effort to drink water though extra and more I drink lots before during and after sports I drink a lot of electrolytes um, especially after a run I think it's important to know your body If you need to go to a doctor to check out your BP, your cholesterol, how you deal with heat, know what you can take, how much you can take, and where your limits are. I don't think anyone should try to not go beyond their limits, but health is what will get you through it. Don't underestimate the effort the run will require on every part of your body. Be good to your body. Give it what it needs. Nurture it. Respect it. Allow it also the rest that it needs. If it craves for sugar, give it sugar. Forget the weight you've lost if that was a goal of yours. Your muscles are working and demanding so much that you won't notice the chocolates. Treat your body with all the kindness it deserves. Treat your body to whatever it craves and requires at the time. Because when it's crunch time, it will also oblige you. Massages work very well to give you this overall physical, psychological and spiritual love you need for yourself. I've also been considering what else works for me when I run in the clothing department. This is obviously very individual. I don't do very well when it's cold and I don't do very well when it's damp. Therefore, when I run, I make sure that I wear long sleeve tops, that's sports tops, long pants and uh, tracksuit top I need to make sure I'm warm I wear these most of the runs because it's cold and with these layers on they're also windproof we all have a weak spot of course mine is my throat whether I'm low physically emotionally or psychologically my throat tells me how I'm feeling so I protect it During the runs, I also have a towel around my neck. It stops the sweat from going down to my chest, but also protects my throat from the wind. I'm an avid scarf wearer in winter. Even in days when it's breezy in other seasons, I've got a light scarf around my neck. I also wear a cap. My cap is almost like my mascot. I say almost, but I think it is my mascot. I never go running without it. My former director gave me the cap that I wear for my runs. And he, he came back from a business trip and had been to the USC, uh, the University of Southern California. And the reason I liked that cap instantly was because it has a ram on it. And being a star sign Aries, I thought it was quite apt. The cap protects me from the sun, the rain, the cold, and I basically feel cozy with it on, especially on bad hair days. The other two items of clothing are very, very important. These are knickers, or panties for our US friends, and bra. Make sure that these two pieces of underwear are as comfy as possible. Let's start with the knickers. I took the advice of the running shop about socks. Remember, in an early episode, they said that, um, that you shouldn't wear cotton socks. Well, I'm sure they would have given me advice about bras and knickers if I had remembered to ask, which I didn't. But I thought... If that logic applies to to socks, it should apply to underwear as well. I decided to wear undies that are not fully cotton, rather poly, so that they would simply dry out quickly and not keep rubbing in the crutch area. I mean, it's delicate enough down there without adding to it. Last but not least, there's the bra. Now, I have a normal-sized pair of boobs. In fact, I have to say that I have a lovely pair of boobs. After all these years, they have remained center, upright, firm and, well, really amazing. B to C cup depending on the bra and happy to have them on my chest. Then again, with my humble experience in checking out boobs, I think that all boobs are beautiful. It's all about what you like and what suits your frame and what those who are looking enjoy. As long as the boobs are cancer-free, I think that's all that really matters. But back to my own boobs, because that's the most important. They do bounce and ache if they're not well supported. There's nothing more distracting when I'm running and uh, and having to constantly cradle my boobs because they're bouncing so much. You might not get it right for the first time around which bra you're wearing. For me, it was really trial and error with different sports. I hadn't realized that the bras I wear in the gym for various activities were not necessarily adequate for running distances until, well, I tried it out and found that they were totally inadequate and I was cradling my boobs. For example, if I'm doing CX and RPM, I just had a normal gym bra, even a not a proper bra, but just a bra with, uh, within a top. It's sufficient as I'm not jumping around too much. I would go as far as saying, or even at all. The same goes with body pump. No need to for heavy support because I'm not jumping up and down. When I'm on a treadmill or doing body combat or body attack, well, the support is needed there. The tighter you push up your beloved boobs to your chest, the better. Of course, nothing to say that these will support you during long runs. I bought several types of bras over time, basically finding the right one at the right time for the right race. And it's not just about finding the right bra for the race. It also depends on the temperature of the day. Your body will react very differently to your underwear based on what temperature it is. Because so far most of my runs have been in the cold, I found one bra worked very well, one type of bra, but then later on I found out that it didn't work because it got warmer. So this, like, the trial and error isn't just about the bra, but it's also about the climate you're, you're actually running in. And what I noticed was that, uh, to my great sadness, that when I did do a run when it was a lot hotter, um, I got a lot of chafing. And these chafing marks, they can become ugly, especially if in scenarios where your boobs and your brass drop is, and you're likely to show it if you wear a low back top and things like that. For a woman, it's pretty annoying. So that was it about the clothing. As for the other accoutrements, as I call it, or your accessories, of course there's music. Listening to music when running is quite individual. I understand that some races don't even allow music. In fact, they, they at least say not allow is strong because I'm not really sure. I haven't checked that out. I've never done a race where they've not allowed it. But apparently they do discourage music and headphones. How that is controlled, I don't know. I use music as a pacing mechanism, as a form of encouragement and as motivation. I use music as a way to blank out all the other stuff which I mentioned in earlier episode, to blank out the voices which are interrupting my focus on running. It's really no trivial thing to step out of your door and say you're going for a run for a couple of hours and you won't see that front door of yours for at least 90 minutes. So you need to give yourself something to get you moving, to get you started. It's a challenge to leave home and to get those first few kilometers under your belt without um, fighting with the voices. So even as a starter point, unless you're in the super zen place, unless you have managed to shut the voices down well before you began, unless you're brilliant at self-motivation as a kickstart, I suggest music. But it's only my advice and opinion. You must find what works best for you. I've even heard that some people use things like a vision and a sound of a metronome to keep them going and to keep their pace. I mean, if it works for them, all jolly well and nice. Music is what keeps me going. But when we talk about music, make sure that it's not all go, go, go. You need to allow yourself some respite, slower and faster paces. I'm not talking about smooching pace, of course, but just enough to allow you to catch your breath, smell the roses, take in the scenery. Acknowledge how far you've got so far and then pick up the pace again and then start moving and go, go, go because you've got to tell yourself, We ain't there yet, we haven't crossed that finishing line, or we haven't reached that target. The rest is between you and your ears. Now, if you have music, where do you carry it? Well, I'm going to talk to you like you have no idea because you've never run before – For me, I had to start from the very beginning so I was quite a novice. I have seen people running and they all have this holder on their upper arm which they carry their phones and their music in. So I went and bought one of those holders and it was quite practical because I had long sleeves and it was quite comfortable. However, when you run and you're wearing very short sleeve or tank tops and things like that, it's not very good because you may risk Um, getting chafing on your upper arm so it you know it depends really on what you wear and what you're comfortable with and and then I find out that most of the time I'm wearing pants and and uh, tracksuit tops all of which have pockets so it was easy for me to carry my my music in my pocket whether you're wearing bluetooth headphones or one which is connected to your music directly with a wire it doesn't really matter it depends how you rig it. Again, it's really all about individual taste and um, and different trials until you find out what works well. Now, there's something else that you can do is there are special belts that you can carry around your waist. Uh, Some of them are made of material. Um, There's bum bags or fanny packs, as the American call it. And there's also some pants, some running pants um, that also have small pockets on either side or on one side uh, or within the belt that... You know that makes it practical for you to carry the gear that you need. As you know, much of this physical effort is about a psychological challenge, and the psychological part is feeling that you are adequately prepared. By prepared means, you're wearing the right things. You your shoes are right, your clothes are right, uh, your hair is right, your music is right. It's all about that. This is all your support structure that's going to make that run comfortable for you. So do not underestimate your accessories, your accoutrements, all your bits and pieces that will make that run feel like it was a doddle. It will never be a doddle, but if you're sufficiently accessorized, if you're sufficiently prepared and you're feeling like you you know like when you dress up and you look really smart and flash and brilliant like a million dollars going to a special night out when you go running you need to feel that same feeling you're not going you're not going to have all the bling and stuff but you have that feeling that you are sharp and you're ready because you're fully loaded fully accessorized and you're ready for that run as my runs got longer i started to carry tissues i carried tissues because i noticed that i kept getting a runny nose and I wasn't very elegant when I tried to blow my nose without a tissue. You know, like football players do on the field. Uh, By football, I mean soccer. You know, when they just put their finger on one nostril and push it out and it all goes flying out somewhere. Well, I tried that. And trust me, the mess that I created was not worth the hassle. Much easier to remember to bring tissues. The second reason was for the poo emergency. But that, my friends, is for quite another episode. And you're going to get the pre-emergency episode, trust me, because I feel I went through it and you have to feel that pain too. It will come. I also carried my metro card. that's in case I had a problem and needed to get home. I carried a credit card in case there was an emergency and I needed to get home extra fast, therefore taxi. Of course, I carried three paracetamols, one Eurofence advance, just in case. I carried a couple of sweets with me, energy gums or just normal sweets to change the taste in my mouth, just in case. I don't need any of these but um, it was more of a comfort thing. It's just the idea of having these things on me, just in case. Well, I'm quite surprised that I've made a full episode full of running tips. I didn't think I had it in me. I thought I was going to rant and rave about something completely different or something would have happened during this episode but there I am having shared with you more running tips than I thought I could. I can't promise you that every other episode is going to be about running because I know this is what you think you're going to get from Run Desi Run. Um, But I've also been told that the part that they enjoy the most are the anecdotes, the storytelling that I have to share with you. So as life happens, I'll share what what happens in that time. But most of this, I would like to share those running experiences that I am making. At the end of this episode, episode nine, I can say to you that it was a pleasure speaking with you and sharing my tips and advice with you on Run Desi Run. And until I see you next time in episode 10, which will be the last episode on this season, gotta go.